We are back from our menopause. This episode is chock full of stories and us catching up after a long break. We listened to some incredible listener phone calls. We have finally solved the mystery of the inverted pubic bone. And of course, there's a song at the end for you. Just like the first period back after you haven't had one for a while, this episode is going to be heavy, long, and relentless. Cycles back. All right. We're so happy to be back. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm your co-host, Meg Hayes. I'm Meg Trowbridge. And I'm Kate Elston. Welcome. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, it's oh. so good to be back. So good it to be back. It's really good to have these microphones in front of us again. Oh, you guys. Feels so natural. I missed talking about periods with you. For months, anytime we had something about periods to talk about, Kate would say, save it. Save it. I was we like, for months? We, for haven't, months? we haven't talked for three months. <laughs> well, about periods. <laughs> Clearly, we've talked to each other. But what else we, can we talk about? There were a lot of quiet dinners. <laughs> yes, really there really were. were. Um, welcome. Welcome oh. to our... Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. <laughs> if you're just joining us, uh, this is Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. We love to bitch about, demystify, and most importantly, laugh at our motherfucking periods. Amen. Fact. Welcome to our new listeners, our old listeners, all of the listeners, even if you're not a bleeder. Mm. Welcome yeah. to our show. Yeah. Ugh. We have so much exciting stuff this, planned. This season's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Oh, well, actually, so here's pumped. the thing. We've been calling it season for a while, but yeah. Meg Hayes brought up a really good point that we should have been calling them cycles. I mean, Ugh. God, it was right in front of us the whole so time. So welcome yeah. to cycle two. Thank you, Tyra Banks and America's Next Top Model. We're going we're gonna to yeah. steal that. Usurp that. Yeah. So yeah, welcome to cycle two. This is cycle two, a vicious cycle. Egg well, one. But it's vicious cycle, so maybe it right, doesn't work. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So egg one of egg 20. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like instead of egg? episode, instead it's of egg. Episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's just stay with season. Um, <laughs> no, we have such a great season coming up, though. We've already been doing some interviews in preparation. Yes. We're interviewing VIBs. Yeah. Very important bleeders. Yes. yes. And our moms. We talked to our moms. We talked to our moms. It's it's oh still it's still oh. something I'm processing. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had the privilege of talking to everyone's mom, but you guys didn't get to talk to my mom. I, I didn't. Know. You took her to yourself. Yeah, we were in a little cabin. I took her. I, I took her to my. Kept her. Yeah, guys, she's listen, still there. Listen, it has been a while <laughs> since we've had microphones. Who are some of the VIBs that we're going to be so interviewing? We got, we got media personality Liz Plank. We got political commentator, comedian Francesca Fiorentini. So we got good. some artists, Crystal Rowe and... Annie Wong. Annie Wong, who do art and uh, menstrual-related art. Mm-hmm. Got Luna. Luna Malbro, comedian extraordinaire. Um, we also have Nadia Okamoto, uh, amazing period activist uh, at so the ripe inspiring. age of 21. She just turned 21. Oh, my God. Whoa. And we're li- living in a world where an, uh, a documentary about a period just won an Oscar. Yes! The Oscar. You guys. Kate and I both got texts from our moms. Oh, my God. Oh, Adorable. calling the movie. Hold on. My mom called the movie because the movie's <laughs> called Period End of Sentence. Yeah. Um, but my mom texted me, a documentary about periods just won. 
a period should end a sentence. <laughs> like, that was close. It was close, mom. And then didn't Rita, Rita was like, period, end a story. <laughs> She's like, correction, end of sentence. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so feel like funny. maybe not the best title in the world, but a great film. I watched it. It's really, really, really? good. It's on Netflix. Oh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. You know what I'm really excited about? Tell us. Uh, our interview and uh, beginning of our book club, Bleeding Rainbow with Molly Sanchez. Woo, yeah. Yay. So you guys have a week to read that book if you haven't yet because that episode's coming out next week. You could the do 13th. You could do half audiobook and half book, which I ended up doing. There you go. Oh. I did a little mix and match. Nice. Or just go to Cliff Notes. That sure. works too. Yeah. Yeah, but this season, seriously, the cycle, whatever you want to call it, it's going <laughs> to be so good. We have so much good stuff coming at you. Um, including also we want to, we're going to be interviewing a gynecologist, a real live gynecologist. Her name is Kate, Dr. Kate, because we can only interview people that are named Megan or Kate. Right. Um, she contributes to glamour. She's an amazing gynecologist. I hope this all works out and she actually does come on the show because now I've been talking about her, but we're in talks. She's (laughs) going to be on back from this. And, uh, so you guys should, she doesn't come on. You're just going to have to be her. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be her. Yeah. Great. Um, so call our hotline and ask, (laughs) You're burning questions at gynecologists because we have some. We yeah. we are not doctors. We've made that very clear. Mm-hmm. We hope. We hope. <laughs> but We're really not. If doctors. you have, I mean, I just talked to her on the phone and she said, I believe the exact quote was, the things I have pulled out of vaginas. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's just one thing wow. she'll tell us about. Oh. So if you guys have questions about yourself, about what it's like to be a gynecologist, call our hotline, 9106-UTERUS. 9106-UTERUS. Tell us how you bleed like us at 9106-UTERUS. <laughs> Sorry, we always start that too <laughs> So much. low. It's because Kate starts it and she's <laughs> it a base. Is, I'm is. a base and I have a cold. So I'm like down here. <laughs> um, but yeah, call our hotline, ask a guy. No, that's going to be in a couple weeks. You have a lot of time, but definitely call our hotline and ask you a question. Yes. You're burning vagina questions or you're Uh-oh. burning vagina questions oh i hear what you did there <laughs> so let's Ooh. start with a phone call i love it okay great i've missed them i know we've got a bunch of phone calls over the menopause from our listeners all right phone call number one hi i'm a avid listener um my name's Devin. i'm transgender non-binary and I use menstrual cups currently. Um, The reason why I love menstrual cups is it's less obvious if I have to choose between a gendered bathroom and the women's line is too long. Like, fuck yeah, I'm going to the men's. I'm going to pop in, pop out. But, like, if I am on my period, it's kind of hard for me to walk in there, change a tampon, and go about my day because I do have a heavy flow even though I am on testosterone. Um, So this is why I love the menstrual cup. When I'm on my period, I can pop it in for the day, kind of forget about it until I'm home in my little safe haven and I can take it out. But, um, yeah, I had a funny story about the first time I used a menstrual cup. It was a weekend that me and my partner were going up to um, Estes Park in Colorado to stay at her aunt and uncle's cabin. And there's a lot of drinking involved. We, I essentially blacked out, but I put my menstrual cup in for the first time that morning. And before we were all getting ready for bed, I remembered, oh, I have to empty this fucking blood cup out of me. So if I don't, like, you don't wear it in bed, or at least I don't. And um, so I go into their tiny-ass little bathroom, 
and I'm like, okay, I'm about to get this bitch out, and, like, I was blacked out, like I said, so I was feeling loosey-goosey, so I was like, whatever, stick your fingers in there, feel that, feel those vagina walls, feel that blood, and whatnot, but lo and behold, something happened, and I could barely feel the little pull nub that you, that's on the cup to get her out, I don't know if, like, my vagina, like, super vacuum sucked that thing up higher than it was supposed to be, but I could barely get it out. So um, I take my pants off because that's what you do in any situation where you don't know what's going on. And I put one leg up on the bathtub, and I'm like, all right, Devin, you, like, there's, like, 18 of my partner's family members there, all very cisgendered and heterosexual and very hush-hush about personal stuff. So, like, I'm like, okay. I can't run out here and be like, um, hey, sucked my menstrual cup up in my vagina. Can someone come in here and help dig it out? So I start yanking at the thing. And it makes that suction, like, sloppy suction noise. like, And it pops out of me, and the blood splattered on the bathroom walls, on the ceiling, all over the place because I, it was just, I was pulling so hard, it just all came out at once. And so I'm blacked out naked and I start standing on the toilet with fucking, I don't know why I did this, but I put soap in my hands and water and I started scrubbing the blood off the walls and my partner knocks on the door, she's like, um, baby, are you okay? And I'm like, uh, yeah, hang on a second, it's like, oh, there's blood everywhere. Um, and so I let her in, and then she tells everybody that I fucking was naked scrubbing the walls and I splattered her blood all over their condo, which they rent out to people. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Devin. So st- I thought we'd start out with the dooziest of all oh phone calls God. we got. So- Love that they said... I took my pants off, of course. Of course. Because that's what you do when you don't know what to do. I'm like, 100% true. These are the kind of stories that make me terrified of menstrual cups. Yes. Just FY to the eye. <laughs> and I totally uh, see myself in this story because I too, like sometimes, you know, I'm just, it, it can be hard to get out there and it yes. makes that noise. Do it again, Meg. You're the noise person. <laughs> this has never happened to me. Oh. Well, you have you lived? You have, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm not putting a, it in right. Or you have a small vagina. Look, we'll get size. to that later. Oh, okay. I know, wait, that's right. <laughs> oh, are you going to talk about your pelvic bone today? I might. <gasps> oh, my God. If you, oh, my God. For new listeners, this is a huge deal because Meg has never not talked about her pel- her <laughs> weird, I, what was it, pelvic? Your inverted, inverted pubic, pubic bone. bone. She's. Ta- I don't know how I got that wrong because you talk about it literally oh, every yeah. episode. And she finally got answers. I finally got answers. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And you've, um, and you've kept it from us for these last I couple have, months, I which have. is great. You guys, I can't believe for how much episode. we've held from uh, each other. I know. Um, I just but back to the phone call. Yeah, I want to say we get alerts. We get email alerts when you guys call in, and I saw Devin's, and all I all I read was like blood on the ceiling. I was like, <laughs> I can't. I have to save this and yeah. listen to it live. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's gnarly. Oh my god, Devin. Thank you so much. Thank for you calling. so much. Sharing. Also, I love blood cup. Oh, blood cup. cup. Blood cup is it's, the best. It's brill. Perfect yeah. way to talk forever. about a Mr. Cup. Blood, blood cup. cup. 
<laughs> Thank you. I love the listeners call uh, in and give us some fun things. Like we had a phone call where someone called their vagina their lady pocket. Yeah. And the so blood good. cup. These are great. Thank you guys. Right. Call, call, call and leave us funny messages. Yay. Never not call. Never not call. <laughs> Always be calling ABC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Devin is also an artist and does some um, menstrual art. And oh, cool. hopefully we'll be collaborating. Oh, let's oh, cool. share, um, it. share it on the Insta. They had a really hilarious um period slash vagina smell and it was just um that they felt like their vag was like their own personal yankee candle (laughs) oh no oh no why would you ever want to light that in your apartment the smell just wafts oh my god it made me laugh so hard so i don't know maybe they'll draw us like a really funny yankee candle yikes mine would be the salmon and dirt (laughs) yeah um wow <laughs> thank oh, you man. so much Devin. i also want to say going back to our the when people call in and it, it's transcribed on google voice yeah. whenever someone says period it actually puts yep. a period so it's like my first was when i was 12 <laughs> and it's so annoying to transcribe it's so annoying to read so i just have to listen to them and then yeah it's yes. really funny and also vicious cycle always comes out of something else yes. in the transcription um vicious sickle yeah <laughs> thank you so much Devin, for calling in thank okay you who wants to go first with the where you bled? Oh, I'll go first. Okay, let's okay. Wait, hold on. I came up with a theme song today for it. It's oh, not that exciting. Okay. It's what, 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 where you bled? What, 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 where you bled? Did you come up that on your own? <laughs> yeah, it took me all day. <laughs> <laughs> they remind me, remember was, we were both ready to jump in. We were like, just stop. Wait, is that it? Guys, it's genius like this that keeps this podcast afloat. It's like, I want it for myself, so I'll make it short. Then no one can come in. Listen, we can riff. I was actually hoping you would. In those two bars, I was hoping there'd be some riffing. Where, 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 where you bled? No, no, Meg, listen, listen. What, 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 where you bled? Oh, I'm so sorry. And then just do it twice, and it's copyrighted. Kate, do I have it? What, 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 where you bled? Oh, that's better. Wait, what if we all did it and then we just said, where you bled? Okay, what, 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 where you bled? What, 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 where you bled? What, 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 where you bled? Where, where you bled. bled. I ru- I ru- okay, Meg, Meg Tro, go first. Great. First off, let me just say that once we stopped recording season one, it was like my period mellowed out. Uh, fucking I was like, period. Well, I knew I knew she was performing. Yeah. Like I knew she was like, oh, I'll give you something to talk about. So that was both nice and very annoying. Mm. Um, but I was dreading Christmas because my husband and I went on this amazing road trip. We hit Mono Lake, Death Valley, Joshua Tree, Palm Springs. We drove back up the coast. We drove down through like the Eastern Sierras. Amazing. Um, and I really, 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 really did not want to have my period on this road trip because we sleep in our van and I don't have access to Oof. like yeah. plumbing mm. during these trips often enough. Um, and as like I'm getting closer, my period's like kind of delaying and starting. And I'm like, no, 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 please, please, please. So I started bleeding on December 16th and I was like, this should work perfectly. Perfect. And then, like, I'm still bleeding as the road trip starts. And I'm like, oh, you're such a little bitch. Um, but luckily, it was only the first day. I bled a little bit in Mono Lake. Mm. Not in the lake, near it, adjacent. I wouldn't have judged you if you did. Thank you. It's an alkaline lake. It can handle it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the most interesting place I bled. Yeah. Nice. Cool. That's where I bled. 
Cool. Any other like interesting stories from the from the well, menopause? I, I just to let you guys know, I had a whole experience that has inspired an entire episode in the season. Yes, so the ladies know and we're going to address it. And I look forward to sharing it with our listeners. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Mm. That's basically it. Cool. Not, not much to Nothing report on the yeah. That's period. so interesting that your period is like Just, taking it mellow. Yeah. She's like, and and we're off? Okay, we're off. And okay, we're off. Great. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii and I will that, yeah. see you on Christmas. Take four months. <laughs> Take four months, yeah. everyone. I just want to shout out a couple things. Myself and the Megs and a couple other people are on an improv team called The Ballroom. Yes. Um, we've been around for 10 years uh, performing all over the Bay Area. We've been and doing it since we were 12. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a show coming up, our 10th anniversary extravaganza coming up on March 15th. So if you're in the Bay Area, come out, see us, say hi, and yeah. laugh. March 15th. Good time. March 15th at Piano Fight. You can find info on Facebook, just look up the ballroom or follow us on Instagram. And, and the Piano Fight, yeah. Piano Fight's website. Yeah. 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 And while you're online doing that, <laughs> give us a review. Review us on Apple or Stitcher. We'd love to hear how you guys are enjoying Vicious Cycle. We've heard some amazing feedback from our fans. So keep it coming. We love you guys. And reviews are good for us. Yes, please. being bigger. So thank you. Should we hear another phone call? Another listener phone call? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, this one comes from Mimi from Seattle. Hi guys, it's Mimi from Seattle again. I'm just calling and leaving a message during your menopause. And um, I just had a really funny story I thought that you would enjoy. So Kate's friend Bree is how I know Kate. And Bree and I used to work at summer camp together. And one time we were there and there was this girl who had never used a tampon before. And at this camp, it was like out in the woods. It was just these fishy outhouses like you would find at state parks but like camp style where we had to clean them and it was just a toilet over a big deep dark scary hole and it really smelled there was no fancy air filtration system or anything like that we literally taught this girl how to use a tampon from outside the biffy and she stayed in this outhouse biffy thing trying to figure out how to learn how to use tampon with that disgusting smell. She was committed. We just stood outside and described it all, walked her through it. I can't even remember if it was successful or not. It just sounds so traumatizing. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) What? That's like such an amazing spin on that trope. Yes. Yes. This this trope of yeah. of of your girlfriends outside of a bathroom door. I think it's it, it, stewardesses. It, it, yes. That's what we found out. It transcends cultures. It transcends time. Yeah. Like I imagine this is like a Renaissance painting of like a, a triangle <laughs> yes. of girls yes. outside of a bathroom door. And like, yeah, like it could be an outhouse, it could be a throne in a in a in a castle. Like it it's happens. It's so universal. It's so universal. Mm. Instead of tampon boxes giving you a diagram, they should just come with two besties. Honestly. Because yeah. so many people that we've talked to in, in interviews that we haven't yet aired, there are it's that classic trope yeah. of girls outside coaching you from behind the door or from Luna, behind the house. Luna gave us a even even step further in that. Yes, and we'll get to interview. it. I'm Stay excited. tuned oh, for yeah. that. Yeah. Wolf. So I 
I mean, not to make this about me, but um, I camped in a rustic setting on my period and had to like do tampons in an outhouse. And because it was so gross, I was being pretty loosey goosey and I was convinced that I had left a tampon in and put another one in, even though it didn't feel like it, but I was like, wait, I never took the other tampon out. And I just like, I searched and searched and was convinced that like a tampon was lost inside me. Cause I was like, but I wasn't going to really search until I got home to plumbing. I would love to talk to the, the girl if you're listening out there, camper, fu- uh, yes. former camper yes. of Mimi's, if you would call the, the hotline and explain to us what that was like. To, yes. Because you know how that, that feeling of like not wanting to smell an outhouse. So you kind of like oh. shut off your nasal passage. But if you yes. have to talk, you have to smell yes. sort of. So to and like, like, and if you're take panicking, deep breaths, yeah. yeah, to like loosen your kegels. Yes. Oh my God. And then, I mean, it's tough, Whew. right? Because like you either choose to breathe through your mouth. But if it smells bad enough, then you taste it. And then you know. Oh, you know, my like, God. Oh man. And then you're smelling yourself. You Duh. might as well just do it in the woods. Just put on you that know? tamp in the woods. Yeah. Oh, oh man. And then, and, but, and then people can stand behind a tree instead fine. of a door. Yeah. Right. That trope exists. Men door use, or no door. Yeah. Men and people with peens use the outdoors as their outhouse. Yes. So we might as well too. <laughs> just you know, maybe don't throw the plastic applicator. Like, yeah. just maybe take that with you. Yeah. Who wants to go next for where you bled? I can go. Okay. Okay. What? 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 Where you bled? What? 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 Where you bled? What? 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 Where you bled? Where you bled? I bled in <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia, on Election Day, oh. 2018. I was at the Stacey Abrams uh, campaign party for AJ Plus. Um, and I knew it was coming on election day and I think we posted that on our Instagram mm-hmm. and it came and, uh, as my camera guy, Sean said, cause I, I was very vocal. This is the same Sean who was in the car with me with the cheddar ch- oh, Cheetos. Yeah. He's very familiar mm. with my cycle. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> uh, more so than perhaps your husband. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, probably. Uh, but he must Sean. think that you bleed Every day. Every time okay. you go on a trip, you are menstruating. Yes, it, it's, it's happened. And on this trip, I told him, I was like, I'm bleeding today. And he goes, new uterine lining, new house. And I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Make that a shirt. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, Sean, I am here for that. Yes. So I was like, I, all day, I was just like, new uterine lining, new, new house. house. Um, <laughs> so that was really, really special. Um, oh I will say my boobs have never been more sore wow. in fact they're sore now they are constantly sore literally constantly like from the day after i'm done ovulating according to my tracking mm. it's like for two weeks they Whoa. are sore <sighs> they were so sore that i had to put a heating pad on them oh. it, it's wow. so bad you guys carl goes to spoon me in bed and i have to push him off because when he wraps his arms around me, it's Awful. And in fact, I'm not blacording right now, Mm -hmm. but I am (laughs) blasoring, I think is what I want to call it, because my boobs are so sore right now. I'm I'm touching them in front of them. I almost didn't wear wear a bra today, but then I, just because I was like, I'm just going to be at a movie and then recording and having a lazy day, but not wearing a bra was so painful. Yeah. Um, Are you wearing a bra right now? I am. Wow. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was like the way you were flapping them. (laughs) Kate, we might need to take you bra shopping. That's fair. You're like, yeah, it's from H and M. It actually probably is a bra from H and M. Okay, um, we'll talk. But, oh, and then also speaking of my next period, 
should come the day this episode drops. Oh, my, my period is so dramatic. I oh feel like gosh. it's so like, oh. It wants to steal the spotlight. It does. So <laughs> wow. I, I got my, I bled on election day and I'm bleeding the day we dropped this episode. Oh, so lovely. that's cool. Um, And then, so yeah, really sore boobs. And then the other thing I'll say is that I was a week late again. And that bonus week was horrendous. Like that wow. week of not, I was like so sad. I was so depressed. Mm. Yeah. No, I was nine days late looking at my notes Ooh. in oh. January. And it also happened to be like the first of the year. So I was also like hungover. I'm recently unemployed. So I was just like sad. Yeah. Um, it was, I was, I was hungry all the time. I was cold. I actually felt like I wanted to climb out of my own skin. That's like the Ooh. feeling it was. Um, and the day my period came, I knew I woke up and I just felt mentally clear. Wow. And I was like, this is the day I'm getting my period. And like, we thought maybe I was pregnant. So like, mm. it was kind of like, uh, nine days late. What's going on? Yeah. And I woke up and I was like, no, I'm getting my period today. I can tell because my brain is like awake. Release. Wow. And then I did get it at like noon that day. Weird. It was crazy. So yeah. So sore boobs, weird ass nine day mm. late period and election day. That's where I bled. Yeah, Oh, yeah. and I also, I forgot, I also, I went to London for a really quick trip in, over Thanksgiving, and I learned two British euphemisms for periods. Ooh. We got, the painters are in. Ooh, okay. I like that. And also, smoking the white cigar. Oh. As a, ta- like a tampon. Oh, I yeah. I love it. Yeah. Those come from two Brits. Oh, wow. Who, oh, I hope we're listening cigar. to our podcast. We went to our friend Alice's wedding, and- was talking to some of her friends who are British and they gave me those euphemisms. Oh, I wow. love the white cigar. Great visual. Yeah. I love it. Riding the white cigar. I imagine you're riding it like, woohoo, like in the <laughs> air, like yeehaw. That's yes. how I imagine that euphemism. Yes. Mm. Listeners, if you guys have any euphemisms, remember call in our hotline and tell us or, you yeah. know, also Instagram if you us. have an interesting where you bled. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear where you bled. Literally, if you like any of our segments, call in with one of your yeah. own. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, just talk to us. Just we love, just we, call we us. love listening yeah. to you. You can also email us, viciouscyclepodcast at gmail. But phone calls are more fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we do another phone call, speaking of which? Let's do it. Yes, All please. right. Cool. Hello, Vicious Cycle. This is Caitlin calling in. Um, Caitlin over here in Oakland. And I... Just got through listening to all of your episodes. I was waiting for it to come on Google Play, and it finally did. And and all the magic happened. And I must say that I am both thoroughly entertained and thoroughly contemplative after listening to what you've had to say. Because for the last five years, um, I've barely had a period at all. And after listening to your podcast, I feel like I'm missing out on this, like, in sisterhood that I'm entitled to. It's like my my biologically given right to get to participate in this in this thing that that is supposed to be doing all these great things for my emotions and and just my general well-being. Like, it's meant to happen. So, like, the first time that I stopped having my period for no reason was when I was in London, when I was traveling, when I was 21 years old, and it stopped and I freaked out. And so I went to the, I went to NHS, like I went to a, a London emergency room hospital and waited and paid nothing um, to talk to a doctor who basically said, like, it's just traveling, like traveling does this. And then it just kept stopping. And I asked my doctor's 
multiple times, like, why, why, why? And they said, it's probably because you've been taking the same birth control for a long time. Like, don't worry about it. And now I'm starting to think that there's something seriously wrong with me. And so I'm going to make an appointment and go back in and demand that someone, like, help fix me, um, even if it means, you know, getting a little bleedy um, all the time. Like, I'd hate to think that things aren't functioning properly. Um, and, and then I would have no way of knowing because I'm just not going through the motions. Like, I've, I've been in this general state of avoidance, um, whether I want to or not, for a really long time now. So, anyways, I wanted to thank you for just bringing to my attention that this is not a thing that I need to just keep avoiding. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – thank you for calling. Thanks for calling, Caitlin. At first, I was like – how great that we make like periods sound like something you're missing out on if you don't have one. Huh. But I'm so glad you're going to, you know, check in with the doctor and be like, no, take this seriously. Yeah. I'll always remember in your book you read, Kate, um, that periods are a vital sign. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's like such an important way to view them. Yeah. If so, if something is off about them or changing, that's a sign something might right. be wrong. Yeah. Smell or duration or length or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's something as little as stress and like managing your anxiety levels. Like I'm thinking of Nadia, which we'll talk about in her episode. She lost her period for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. And it was stress related. Yeah. So even if it's something small, it doesn't have to be like cancer, like, you know, something huge. But it is telling you something. You know, when we started this podcast, it was both parts comedy and something for us to do that was creative and comedic for all of us but it was also a way for us to talk about something that we've been shamed into not talking about and you know our biggest hope is that other people can find some sort of comfort in talking about it so I think that's wonderful yeah yeah Thanks for calling, Caitlin. Thanks for calling. And also, thanks, we love for, you, Caitlin. thanks for calling Mimi. We didn't, I don't know if we thanked Mimi before. Oh, yeah, thanks, Mimi. Thanks, thank Mimi. you. It was a great story. What, 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 where you bled? What, 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 where you bled? What, 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 where you, <laughs> where you bled? We're getting really good at this. Okay, where you bled, Meg Hayes. <laughs> San Francisco, California. Cool. Girl, you crazy. Girl. <laughs> I was just realizing, I was like, I don't think I put anywhere except here. <laughs> Any good stories Sad. from the menopause? Um, yes. Okay. I'll just walk you guys through it. So I believe I started bleeding like pretty soon after we wrapped up season one. And I was so sad, angry, confused, mm-hmm. upset that I didn't have anyone to fucking talk to about yeah, my I period. Know, I, I was know. like in a panic. I was like, is this what it used to be like <laughs> before? I would just go about my day and not talk to anyone about this. Right. Like I was like, bullshit. I was like, there are colors, there are smell, there's information that I need to share with people. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I was like incensed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the first, the first cycle after cycle one, um, (laughs) Like, I was, like, leaking. It was, like, long and weird, and I fucking bled over so much shit, and I was like, uh, fuck, I hate leaking so much. And you would have had some relief to be able to at least uh, talk about it on the pod, but yeah, yet, Kate wouldn't let us. Listen, why? <laughs> then this reaction wouldn't be genuine. But, like, okay, I think, I think, sadly, I've, like, gone back. I've, like, regressed back to, like, not paying attention to Mm-mm. it. Um, so I'm excited to kind of start noticing things again but for sure I 
had period brain and like it always happens in the morning. I think when I take in my tampon from the night before and just in in the rush of the morning forget to put, put another one in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think again this time I bled through like underwear and jeans. Wow. Um, so it's a heavier I'm re- period. I'm recalling, I'm recalling that this happened the last time I forgot a tamp is that I just looked at my ass in the mirror and then I was like, your butt's looking good. Nice so ass. So I did. I say I, that to myself a nice lot Nice ass. Yeah. Nice Ah, um, <laughs> Meg does have a nice ass. Um, I mean, we all do. We've all been to the spa. Okay, I was about to be like, um, hey, <laughs> I'm. She's right here. The Megs have great asses. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh wow, wow, wow. Oh, oh. yeah, I have tights on. I just showed them, <laughs> showed them my butt. That's a good butt. Thank you. That's a good butt. Thank you. Um, so this time it bled through my jeans, but you know, I, I have a lot more confidence now that I know nobody can see it. So I was yeah. like, whatever. And I, it really didn't bug me for the rest of the day because luckily for the most part, when you leak, it's like in such an odd spot that like your butt cheeks, this is the benefit of having a big ass is like your, <laughs> your ass is so large that it like covers way more of the denim and there's mm. like no way in hell someone's going to see the that spot yeah it's like it's such an awkward position even though like i don't know if you guys have this feeling but when i'm bleeding it feels like the blood is running all the way up my crack yes and i will check constantly but it's not if i do leak it's like you know yeah it probably doesn't even pass the b-hole right like no (laughs) no one sees anything the b-hole sounds like a b-bar or something (laughs) (laughs) or please go to drink Stop. We're going down to the beehole. Yeah, going down to the beehole with the queen. Um, I heard the queen's going to be there. <laughs> We're ridiculous. Um, I just am going to say this now. Um, I am recording. Oh, what? And uh, I like am in a weird place between like medium and light. So I'd been mm. wearing like heavier pads and I was just so sick of it that um, now I'm wearing a liner and I'm like leaking and I'm just like, Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Honestly. Feels good. That At, once yeah. you get to the end of the end of right. the you're like, fuck, I don't want to feel chafing up yes. my badge. I don't want to deal with yes. Yeah. Well, guys, stay tuned to the end of our episode. We have a new tagline that kind of deals oh, with yeah. this exact topic. Relevant. It's a real good one. Before <laughs> actually before we go on, I have yeah. to uh, give viewers just remind them to definitely subscribe to our Instagram because Meg Hayes has been curating our Instagram and it's phenomenal thank I'm you I'm so happy every time I see a post people yeah and people come up to me and congratulate me on the Instagram and not even the podcast anymore <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so if you know someone that follows us that doesn't listen to the show have them listen yeah. to the show Shame we're, we're kind of not yeah. on Facebook anymore I mean we'll post yeah. like when we post new episodes yeah. probably but like go to Instagram's our Instagram where it's at yeah. yeah but Meg Hayes tell us about your you had a couple you had a procedure and then you, I, I really need to hear about the pubic bone that's you what you I'm want to do that for. first you tell me you've seen a gynecologist since we ended yes. season one. What happened? I did. So I uh, got a, I, first of all, I changed doctors to like a wonderful, lovely gynecologist. She's the best. If you don't like your gynecologist, find a new gynecologist. Yeah. It's not worth it to, to be like, eh, I don't know. I guess they're okay. Like they're handling your, your parts, like find a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Because it makes a world of difference. Like the first time I met this woman, I almost started crying because she was so like thoughtful and present and looked at me and like leaned forward and was like very much cared about what I was saying, which like 
I don't know. You wouldn't think that that this makes... This feels foreign. This can't be right. <laughs> yeah. But that's... That so rarely happens in, like, the medical world. I don't know. It can be very cold and, like, not personal. Um, but I'm so glad that I switched her. So I went in and got a pap, and it came back abnormal, I right. guess. There were, like, abnormal cells. Um... I don't know if y'all know this, but <laughs> I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. So a little bit. that um <laughs> So Meg was writing a will. We were yeah, all in it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The listeners were in it too. <laughs> um every listener gets one tampon space <laughs> from my personal collection. <laughs> um yeah, so with that Meanwhile, me, by the way, meanwhile, yeah. I've had like five Kolposk or five yeah. pap smears and like I was like, Meg, you're fine. Yeah. So I was on the phone a lot with Kate. Actually, yeah. you were very helpful. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I was like freaking out because even if you read the word pre-cancer or there's nothing to worry about, if like cancer is somewhere in this Kaiser email that you get, you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. OK, well, abnormal isn't good because it's not normal because it's normal will be normal. And it's not normal. <laughs> um, anyway, a colposcopy is basically a procedure that happens after you have a pap come back abnormal to check and see if there is any, are there any more abnormal cells or if there's stuff growing that like shouldn't be there basically. Um, and I was kind of unclear as to whether or not there would also be a biopsy so I didn't actually know till I went that there was going to be a biopsy. It was kind of unclear based yeah, I thought on the a email. Colposcopy like was a biopsy. I yeah, could be totally wrong. I guess I thought that it wasn't. I guess they thought that it was just to look and then they would take a biopsy if they noticed oh, anything. Okay. Maybe, but she's yeah. like, we're going to do it all. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's the colposcopy is based on a col- colposcope. It's basically like a, a microscope um, that helps them to like see your cervix yes yeah. better yeah um and my doctor said that in developing countries she just straight up has like a magnifying glass wow wow um so kate was totally right like i well i wrote i wrote down some notes that i had before. yeah because what i remember about them i've had several i had a bunch yeah. like within a couple years i just yeah. think i had really good health insurance and the doctors were like well you might as well, well just, just keep, check it out. keep, get, right. keep getting this get done right. um and i remember just feeling like a really painful pap like a, yeah. like an like but like not an that extra long yeah pap. yeah and a little bit more painful right. yeah which is exactly what it was yeah. kate was fully right i wrote i thought it was going to be a dexter type situation where there would be a scalpel <laughs> and they would just be cutting into me like i've done something wrong um <laughs> and the way she talked about it i was like checking my phone all day being like is she okay yeah many people okay? were checking up on me my my therapist was like how did you you, oh didn't, you didn't write back to me so i, I figured everything was okay yeah. like i had a session like the day before um because i had actually like a really negative first pap smear it was kind of traumatizing i was like on my period i had never kissed a boy you're not supposed to have a pap on your period yeah well this mm. man right? this man was know. like it's fine it was just like a really it was not a good experience and it was my first one. Mm. Oh. Um, and like I said, I'd never even like kissed a boy. Yeah. And then there was like this really invasive. I mean, you'd boned so many people by then. You just never sure, kissed Sure, sure, sure. We had never yeah, kissed. Yeah. We just kept it <laughs> professional. Purely penetrative. <laughs> um, Purely penetrative is the I name was, of our sex podcast. <laughs> I was a front door virgin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyway, it was like an awful experience. And so... It's just an extra sensitive, you know, area for me um, because of that. Uh, so 
talking to my therapist helped a lot. Um, and my doctor helped a lot. Like, honestly, the worst part of it was the pap part, mm-hmm. like where they put whatever they put in you, the duck lips. And then she yeah. was fucking screwing something in. I'm like, am I a car? Like <laughs> there, there's like an insertion of the duck lips. And then you literally feel like something being screwed I remember, into uh, the duck yeah, lips. I know that feeling. Oh, see, so I thought that's weird. just them spreading the duck lips once they're inside you. Isn't Maybe? that just a pap smear? I don't know. These are all questions for the gynecologist. Yeah. Dr. Kate. Yeah. Dr. Kate. Dr. Kate. Hi, that's me. I'm Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with this Kate. Um, so yeah, that was the worst part. Um, and I listened to like a funny episode of a podcast. Um, While you were kind doing of it? Helped. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, which kind of helped. And then she um, would have me cough when Ugh, she took the biopsy. And Ugh. Kate said that, what were you, you were telling me like. It's the bristled. worst part. Yeah. Uh, I bristle. I'm bristling now at that. It's just, yeah. it, you cough and then they scrape, I guess. And that's your muscles when you cough. Uh, right. Get, I don't know. It hurts. I didn't feel about. a thing. Wow. During the biopsy. Because oh, wow, cool. she would have me cough when she would scrape. Mm. Um, and she said it's, it's almost like a toothpick and you just take teeny tiny. Mm-hmm bits of tissue so I would cough I didn't feel anything one time I didn't even cough and I still didn't feel anything so I would say like take a deep breath it's really not that bad yeah and then the results Um, the results were I think good like it was like okay it I think it was basically like what I thought it was Mm -hmm. I mean her her message to me the subject line said good news so that tells you um yeah, so I just need to go back in a year because typically you now the trend is you go every three, three years. Yeah, so I'll just go back in a year. Um, good. Yeah, so I mean, you guys, we've talked before. If you're an OG listener, we talked in season <laughs> in episode two or three about condom use. <laughs> <laughs> when I meant to say plastic bag, I said paper bag. There was a lot of confusion. Yeah, I were. <laughs> <laughs> that I had been using like weird lambskin condoms <laughs> that felt like paper. Homemade, <laughs> organic. Um, but I will say like it, it's really making me regret like the one time I didn't use a condom with with a partner that I had been with. I was on birth control. But this it, this was laying dormant since HP, for a really long HPB. time. Yeah. Mm. And I, yeah, it's I, only happened to me once. Yeah. It's like is that really Fuck. so? I because I oh, this is really 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 intimate. But I that's what this podcast is right. for. Can I talk about something? Um, <laughs> so I yeah I believe that my biopsy or the colposcopy came back that I had HPV. Yeah. Um, and I was in the middle of taking the shots. Like I was two out of no. three or something. So whatever. Um, and I, it was fine. It was sort of like everyone gets this if right. you're sexually active. But I I have never had sex without a condom. Oh really? Except for my very first boyfriend, and he, I was his very first. Oh. And we were. I was on birth control. Um, and to the recommendation of the Planned Parenthood doctor, she was like, now they're right. on birth control and you're each other's first. You don't have to wear condoms. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, but so I don't know. So I don't know. Well, we should ask the gynecologist. Yeah, I mean, I've had mom, close your ears. I've had a lot of sex with condoms, but I've never not like I, I was really good. Yeah. With all, yeah. Of, all of my partners about yeah. about wearing condoms. So yeah, right. but it could be. I don't know if it's like if it's unprotected on other parts of the anatomy yeah, or what, right. whatever. Or maybe who knows? Maybe. Oh, it's, right. Right. Um, that could be. Or fingers. I don't know. Yeah. So who knows? That's a question for the guy. Yeah. But I'm glad yeah. that it all it's you're all good Thanks, and you, you didn't die of cancer. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for checking up on me. Yeah. Um, I call the hotline right after the colposcopy. Well, let's listen to your message. 
Hi, you guys. I survived. It's Meg Hayes from the podcast. I just got a colposcopy. The funniest thing that happened is I ran into a former parent that I used to work with. Um, That was fun. And then when I went to go do my urine sample, I forgot where my urethra was. So it was kind of just like a -a whack-a-mole situation. Like, hey, hey, is it here? Is it there? I caught very little urine. Um, Most of it went all over my hands. But uh, note to self, look up where the urethra is for next time you have to do a urine sample. Um, like when I just sat down in my car, I was like, whoo, ha, and had to kind of readjust. But other than that, I'm, like, doing pretty okay. That's it from the field. Cool. Yay. Thanks. I love that we use the, the hotline as, like, a place to, <laughs> yeah. to vent. Real quick, just experience something. Also, I love, I saw some of the transcription as Kate was playing it. And when you said my colposcopy, it translated as my uncle passed. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Like, where is this going? So that's the colposcopy story. Yes. Can we get now get to the inverted pubic oh my bone? God. Mm. If you don't tell me about your inverted pubic bone. I wish I had gotten a banner that's like <laughs> like the truth <laughs> of the bone. <laughs> okay. Catch, catch the listeners up for those who may have not listened. Okay. What the deal is. When I was some age, I don't remember what age, a young age, I was told by a gynecologist that I had an inverted pubic bone. She was like, huh, oh, that's weird. That's why the pap was difficult. Um, it's because, cause she like hit bone. She was not very skilled, obviously, because she <laughs> lied to me. Um, she said, oh, you must have an inverted pubic bone where you dropped as a child. That's bananas. And then we <laughs> and I was and like, then, uh, I don't, I, I'll get my mom. I don't know. <laughs> and then you, we Googled it and nothing no, came no, up. Yeah. Like thing. Like nothing never comes up on Google. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Google always pulls up something and they yeah. were like, three results yeah. i have never seen three results in google since like 1997 yeah <laughs> yeah it was obviously that so, something was very wrong so we panicked yeah okay so then you went to the gyno and you asked about it what yes the fuck is she it? well she made a face like that's not a thing um and then she was like uh and then she like felt around um and then she was like oh yeah okay this is what it is so there Deep are breaths, Meg. oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god there are four different basic pelvic shapes we have the gynecoid the android the anthropoid and the platypoloid platypoloid um wow. so it looks like the word platypus yeah. yeah so um in this uh, illustration that we're looking at you can see yeah i think this is supposed to be the birth canal so we've got like a almost like a apple shape a heart shape uh-huh. of skinnier apple shape an and avocado an shape oval uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. And um, so what do you, what's your inver- what's yours? I forget which one. <laughs> oh, no, Megan Hayes. Um okay, so wait, let me do this. Okay. Um, yeah. So so basically you have one of these, you still don't know which. But we yeah. all have one of so these, I right? Have, God damn it. So so this is like a pretty old um standard, like the, these four types and my gynecologist said that they used to share this information with women, but then they found out that during childbirth like Doctors may favor like, oh, you you should do a C-section because you have this like kind of shape mm-hmm. type of pelvis. Mm-hmm. And she said that's not really fair and doesn't always like 
mean that you can't deliver naturally. Yeah. She just, because I asked her if there would be any issues with me giving birth, and she just said, you you could probably, like, easily give birth to, easily, you could give birth to a six-pound baby, but she's like, if you're pushing and pushing and pushing and nothing's happening, okay. maybe that's why. So your inverted pubic bone was just that you have a, a weird shape. Yeah, okay. exactly. <clears throat> um, So... I feel like maybe mine is this one, the platypoloid, because it's very like, it's like, um, I don't know. It's like very horizontal. Mm-hmm. There's not like a dip um, yeah. like some of these other ones have. Any gynecologist out there listening, take this yeah. to remember that when you say something to a patient, they hold onto it yes. forever. Rem- right. We remember. Like the, the gynecologist that told me I had a third nipple. Yeah. yeah, I've held on to that. I don't know if it's really a third nipple, but like she maybe told it to me, and I she won't stop showing us. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I mean, I feel like that's that's like a version of saying like "hoo ha" instead of "vagina." Like, yeah. use the real words. Yeah. I'm like a yeah. human woman. Yeah, this was another woman telling right. me right. right incorrect information. Well, I'm glad that on Ugh. our menopause, on our yes. hiatus, you had some nice gynecological moments. I did. Yeah, I'm so glad you found a good gyno. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Yay. Um, the the myth is has been busted. Wow. Wow. Adam Savage, take that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do another phone call. This is our last phone call okay. of this episode. Hi, ladies. This is Becky, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Um, I'm really grateful I listened to Molly Sanchez's podcast, um, Red All Over, and she had posted about you guys, and I thought, what better time to start listening to a podcast about periods than when I'm on my period? The best period story I have, and um, I think it was one of the Megs that said that she's obsessed with, like, her story that she's going to tell on, on Conan O'Brien. I've always would be like a great couch story for me to tell if I'm not famous. Um, when I shared a bathroom with my brother growing up, um, he was going through that, you know, first term of puberty because we were only three years apart and I'm older than him. And, um, you know, he was doing what boys do, taking up time in the bathroom. And I really, really needed to get my pad from underneath the sink. I would just keep, you know, the, ba- the package of pads under the sink and I needed to change it. And so I'm just getting more and more frustrated. You know, I'm demanding that my parents, you know, like take him out of the bathroom or make him leave. Um, he finally opens the door like he's finished whatever he's doing. So I slam the door in his face. I change it. And then, you know, I go on my merry way. Um, a few minutes later, I'm in my bedroom and I just look up and he's standing in the doorway just inside the door frame. And we, you know, were at that age where we were just fighting, like, cats and dogs over everything. So I just started yelling at him again. And I'm like, get out of my room. What are you doing in my room? You know you're not allowed in here. And he just stood there and stared at me with this weird kind of smile. And he said, you can't tell me what to do ever again. Or else I'll tell all your friends that you wear diapers. So he very confidently and proudly just, turned with a smirk and strutted out of my room and I sat in kind of stunned silence for a moment before I jumped up and I ran to where my mom was and I said uh mom uh you you need to tell Alec about periods and she just kind of hung her head and just sighed deeply then called for my father and told him it was his turn quote-unquote so all I know is that my dad took my brother into their bedroom, closed the door, and about 10 minutes later, he emerged. 
and he saw my mom and I in passing, and he just immediately averted his eyes. Like, he couldn't even look at us. <laughs> thanks thanks for calling in, Becky. That's awesome. Meg Tro is the only one at this table who has brothers. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I would love to know if, how your brothers have handled your menstrual journey. So it sounds like her brother was younger, mm. and my brothers were older, so... I have to imagine they maybe knew what periods were even before I was, unless we grew up in the Midwest, might have avoided the whole sure. thing. Yeah. Um, I We never talked about it uh, when I was early getting on my periods, but when all three sisters in the house were one of, I'm one of five, um, when we were all bleeding, I think there was one like fight or bicker or something where my sister gave my brother crap about like making the bathroom gross. Maybe it was shaving or something. And he's like, well, at least I don't leave pools of blood in the toilet. <laughs> I forget to flush. And I think all of us were like, which one of us did that? <laughs> oh, man. It's complicated. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's tough because how can we communicate to boys that – it's not a gross thing. It's not something you need to avert your eyes. Or blackmail your sister for. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's like the best dose of karma. He was like shook to his core. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine him just like examining the pad? Oh and like my opening it? God. This much? Oh, man. <laughs> so good. Thank you so much oh, for Becky, calling in, thank Becky. you. That's, I can't wait to hear that on Conan. It's a good one. It's a good one. Keep, it's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's do our first read my labias. Oh my, oh my God. Hold my hand. Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Labias. Oh, I thought you were going to go low. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry I let you down. Who wants to go foist? I'll go. Um, I feel very privileged in saying this, but... I have not had many experiences of a man. I mean, maybe I've had experiences of a man mansplaining stuff to me, but I had an experience of a man say exactly what I had just said Mm. directly after me. Mm, Read my labias. And it was shocking. Like I felt like I felt like my cheeks got red and I felt like embarrassed for him, kind of like mm. you look like an idiot. But basically, um, I was at a friend's house and his cousin and family were in town and someone asked about the panhandle. Mm-mm. And they're like, oh, what is the panhandle? Because I said, you guys should go picnic in the panhandle. And I said, oh, well, it's like a green belt. It's a part of the park um, that's like thinner and like it's got all this fun stuff and da 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 da. And then. <laughs> This guy said, yeah, yeah, it's so it's, yeah, the part of Golden Gate Park that's thinner and there's like a lot of grass and greenery. And and like, I think the only thing he added was like bikes, bike through there, (laughs) like directly after I had just spoken. Wow. Read my labias, dude. It was a shock. Come on, guy. It made me like really think about, because sometimes I have to process things out loud and I was like I hope I have never done that to someone because that felt like so shitty yeah so it just reminded me like speak when you have something to add but there's no need to literally repeat exactly what a person just did it's embarrassing for everybody it was so awkward and again I'm a teacher I work with mostly women so I think I've lived like a fairly charmed life in not having to deal with that shit on a regular (laughs) basis but wow. wow read my Olivia's like 
Fucking think before you speak. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like it's I think some guys are probably like, what's so bad about that? And it's like it's it's how the person you're repeating is interpreting it. You know, it's like, why do you why do you think people aren't listening to me? Right. Me seriously. Like, yeah. Why do you think it's necessary to be repeated unless you just feel the need to have your voice? Like, it's yeah, like, it's like I've I just felt slightly invisible. Like what yeah. I had just said like no one had heard it like yeah. I was a mouse like you guys should go to the panhandle <laughs> and they're like the panhandle's good I'll tell you why and I'm like I just said that but I'm not a mouse I'm a human I'm woman a human and I'm taking up space um, yeah read me lady wow uh, I'll go next because mine is also about men oh boy um okay so I hope it's without saying we're not a man-hating podcast. Big, <laughs> I was big gonna fans say, of men. I was big gonna fans say of a men. lot of our read my labs are about yes, men. <laughs> I know. I feel like, and honestly, we have male listeners who like adore us. Yeah, and I just want them to know some of our best dads are men. <laughs> not all. Yes. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we all adore our dads, and we all adore. Oh our yes. Partners. Oh, we all yes. adore our dads and each other's dads. I love yes. your dads. I love your dads yeah. too. Back to your read my lady. <laughs> okay. So Me Too is happening. And look, I get it. If you're like a good dude, it might be hard right now for you. Not as hard as for any All the rest of underrepresented us. person <laughs> in the world who isn't taken seriously ever. Yeah. yeah. But I get that it's the conversation's been going on a while and maybe you feel like you're not getting a break. This is not how to deal with that though. <laughs> my good dudes who are like, Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say something offensive, but they're going to know that I mean it jokingly. Because uh, I'm a good dude. Because I'm like, a good That's dude. like the family guy defense. That's like mm, how yeah. Seth MacFarlane made his career. It's like, wink, wink, I'm joking. Right. But right. it's like, are you? Are you? Right. And so this is one example. I hope he doesn't listen to the pod. But I have a coworker. I hope he does. Well, I hope he does. Maybe. But then he'll like make me do a bunch of oh, emotional no, no, no. labor to oh, like make then, him feel better. Then so. no. Stop listening, um, sir. But he, it's like he's the one guy, he's the one male on the team, which maybe, you know, you're outnumbered, you feel self-conscious. But he will like, he, knowing we don't laugh, we don't enjoy this. Like, I hope eventually my manager will just tell him to stop doing it. But he calls us dolls and sweethearts. But he he's like doing it like, I know I'm not supposed to, you know? And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Mm-mm. Like, it's not funny. Like, it's tired. It You're it not just, 70. Right. And like, like I know? feel like I, if you were 90 and senile, sure. I would be like, go ahead, if you were a, Jimmy Carter. But were, <laughs> otherwise, no, thank you. If you were a non-racist grandpa, I might <laughs> let you get away with it. But like, no, it's, it's just like, and I know multiple dudes who do this, you know, who are just like, who might jokingly say hashtag not all men when like maybe they're sympathetic to this cause, but also maybe are getting like burnt out. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Don't say anything. Like you do not have to even comment. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's best not to comment. Yeah. Just there's so many other ways to be funny and to interact with women you do not have to bring any of this up. Because yeah. for the most part, just reminding us that this yes. is in the world sucks. Yeah. Yes. And doll and sweetheart are the absolute worst things. I hate so it when waiters and bartenders call me sweetie or darling, mm-hmm. but call my husband sir. It's mm-hmm. so fucking annoying. Yeah. Read my all labias. of our labias. Um, Mm. Good read my labias. Really mine, good. Mine's not. Thanks. I'm sorry, Meg. Yeah. That yeah. dude sounds like a stick in the mud. 
I yes. I have a couple things written down for read my labias. I don't have a really good one, but read my labias. Getting old is not fun. <laughs> I, I the month of February has been. I was sick. Mm. I'm sick now, but in between my sicknesses, in my, February is a short month. Technically, <laughs> um, <laughs> the shortest. Um, I hurt my knee somehow to the point where I couldn't walk or ride my bike, and it's fine. I, I think it's just like minor tendonitis, but like I. I can't. I couldn't walk or ride my bike, and that's like all I do yeah. is walk or ride my bike that's everywhere. Yeah. So it's just been like a really shitty month because I couldn't like vent and let my anger out mm. and like experience life. And now finally it's better. But I, it was a really. I was really uh, depressed yeah. about it. Yeah. Like I was like, God, I really gotta take not take my health for granted. And I got to stretch, and I got to. And I wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary. I think I got mm. a new bike, so maybe like my new bike kind of fucked me up, like maybe. getting used to it. And I went oh. on a particularly long walk with bad shoes. Those things shouldn't break me. Right. Yeah. But they do now because I'm 31 and that's not even that old. Anyway, read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Hey, you guys, can I um do a surprise song for you? Oh, my God. Yes. Of course. Okay. Yes. Yes. A hundred times. Yes. Yay. Okay. I'm so excited. So this is this goes back to the boob pain. Okay. The boob pain has oh. been real, so I wrote a song about my boob pain. Oh my god, I'm so excited! <laughs> Do we have down. a song? I it was be an wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Do we have a song for surprise songs? Let's do it. Ooh, surprise song! I think it should be uh, like. I think it should be like. It should be like. <laughs> um, twinkle, twinkle, surprise song. <laughs> <laughs> Mary had a surprise song. <laughs> And then a hero comes. Surprise, Surprise song. <laughs> Any song. A, B, C, D, E, F. Surprise song. No. <laughs> okay, great. Here okay, we go. Okay. We'll workshop. <laughs> when I was a young girl, I never hated my premenstrual days. Now that I'm getting older, so much older, I long for those no pain days. With a cramp or two Slightly sour mood Lord knows I'd rather have those, baby Not pain in my boobs You know my cycle, it hurts my boobs <laughs> My fucking cycle, man, it hurts my boobs Sometimes it feels I'm gonna die when I'm spooned Cause, baby, hurts my, my boobs My husband gets so excited Just trying to have himself some playtime with my boobies But it always feels like I'm dying When he touches them, I get moody Hey baby, back off I usually like this, but stop Let's come back to this in two weeks, baby Or I'll kick you in your nuts, you know, because it all hurts my boobs Even hugging you it hurts my boobs My 36 C's don't feel like they should You know it hurts my boobs I ain't talking no soreness I ain't talking about some little baby aching I am talking intense pain baby It hurts to jog, hurts to walk Hurts to lie down and hurts to stand up. Ow. 
<laughs> hurts my boobs. Just fucking breathing, man, it hurts my boobs. I'd rather have bad period poops instead of pain in my boobs. <laughs> Thank you. She really would prefer bad period poops. Mm. Yeah, I would. Hey, listeners, join us next week when our guest will be Molly Sanchez of the Red All Over podcast. She came over to talk about the book, The Red Tent, which we read over the break. We had so much fun talking with her about it. So try to read The Red Tent if you can or do the cliff note thing before next week. But honestly, if you don't get around to it, it's totally fine. You'll still enjoy the episode. I barely remembered the book by the time we talked about it. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram. Like us, rate us, review us, tell all your friends about us. And remember, keep calm and bleed everywhere. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.